Because no one likes the team. It's like such a, there's has no history to it. Everyone, Billy Crystal loves the team. Yeah, I guess that he's a fucking loser. Though. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like the jazz man, that crazy racist character. You know? How are you? It's your girlfriend, Kevy. How are you? I always say that. It's become uh, it's become the way this show starts. I'm well. Thank you for asking. Um, yeah, I was thinking today. Uh, so so I have Chris James on. Chris James is really funny. He's one of my favorite stand-up comedians. Uh, he's he's inspired a couple uh, comedians, younger co- comics in the Vancouver scene, and he's really funny in his YouTube channel not even a show, is so good. And like Howard Stern has been playing it on his show and stuff. And so if it's good enough for Howard Stern, it's good enough for you. Okay. Um, so he's in the show. I'm excited. I've wanted him on for a little bit. Um, he uh, he and I talk about anxiety a little bit, uh, which I like because uh, I have anxiety issues occasionally. And uh, yeah, he's an interesting guy. Um, I was thinking today, speaking of anxiety, I was thinking about like I don't have a car. I've never had a car. I don't I can't even drive. Um although I used to drive when I was 15. So you figure that out. But um if you have a really nice car, are you just stressed out all the time? Like if you park it at say like uh you know, a Sammy J Peppers or let's you know, uh an IHOP if you will, if I may. Are you in there just worried someone's going to walk by and just hit it with a billy club or a bird's going to stand on it or a you know like are you just worried that i feel like that'd be like like i really like my air jordan ones i feel like it'd be like leaving those outside and just hoping no one fucks with them you know or steals them cars get stolen all the time and you know what i have a friend who's a detective and he said almost never do they figure out who stole your car How does that work? Why can't they figure that out? First 48, more like first 24. Yeah. Anyway, Chris James. Let's get into it. He's funny. Love the guy. Not even a show. Let's talk about it. Okay, uh, GarageBand is the, like, this is Logic, and it's like the expert version. I was going to buy Logic, but then I thought I don't really have a, pro- I, I'm, I do make music for my channel now, mm-hmm. but I, I might get Logic, but I still, GarageBand's okay for me. It looks identical, obviously, as you know. Yeah, it has like a lot of the same loops and instruments and stuff. I didn't know you made music. Yeah, I make music for every episode. I make a different song, like an original song. I have like a MIDI controller and shit. That's so cool. Yeah, well, yeah, it is kind of fun but it's uh it's not good or anything because i don't know how to make music like i don't understand music but i'm learning as i go along and like learning what sounds good and learning like chord progressions and stuff yeah and starting to understand now i know the keys what chords they are without looking at them really you know like i mean it's a small midi control so it's like yeah yeah so maybe it's a bigger one i don't know i think it has the same amount of keys right but yeah so i'm learning i'm like that's my favorite thing to do to make music no to learn stuff that like without reading about it or something yeah. like that like to just like try to do it and like try to figure it out people who read manuals are a completely different kind of person 
Yeah. Like I only actually can learn something if I just try and do it myself. Yeah, I'm the exact same way as that. I'm a really bad student. That's yeah. I, that's why when I edit, that's the same thing. Like I I edit, and I uh, that's my favorite thing to do. Uh, my favorite thing about it is to be like, okay, this is what I want to do. This is like the thing. This is the thing I want to do. Mm-hmm. So how can I do that? Like what do I know? Like what do I know now? And how can I figure out how to do that without just going in? Because a lot of the time you could just go on Google, like YouTube. Yeah, and sometimes. At like a few times I've done that when I can't figure it out. I'm not going to drive myself crazy, you know, like yeah. if it's just out of my realm. But yeah, like my favorite part is figuring it out. That's so cool. So are you so stoked your channel's back? Yeah. Yeah, I'm so stoked. <laughs> Why did it get taken down? Because I got copyright complaints on it. Because oh, I take man. other people's... Uh, are you recording this? Should yeah. I, should I talk about it? You can talk like about mention? anything you want. No, but should I say... Okay, so, so for... Yeah, not even a show. Yeah, I have a channel called Not Even a Show, and I prank call. I just finished but when I before I came over here. I just was pranking some guy who's calling me a little worm. <laughs> he said you're a little worm. He's and he's he's like this one guy. He's like gets so mad. He seems like he he keeps saying like, "Why are you even alive?" Oh. Like that's his like he's a conservative radio host. So I prank call these conservative radio hosts and I take their footage. Sometimes I get like big hosts, although less now i like try to focus on these like characters that i've kind of like brought out on my channel through like calling them all the time they're much easier to get through to and you can sort of like dictate storylines through them a lot easier than like yeah but i've got on with like hannity and i used to (laughs) sean hannity i didn't know that yeah hannity on and like roger stone he's like a big like figure that one was on howard stern howard stern played the prank so cool that was the coolest thing ever because i like love howard stern listen to it all the time but yeah he just found the uh clip not someone sent it to him not from my channel yeah so i ended up like talking to jd if you know yeah yeah like being like hey that was me and like having he in having conversations and he's like yeah send me wow uh yeah but i never sent him other stuff i forgot about i just like remember now as we're talking (laughs) that i was supposed to but um but yeah so uh basically one of the hosts got really paranoid that I was like some government agent or something or working <laughs> really? on like, yeah, behalf of like some larger group because I made some comment like that I was coming after him. Okay. Uh, but I meant to like, I have this group that I created of prank callers, like these gangs of prank callers I've created. Like there's storylines in that, like, you know, there's groups. The but it's all wolves. you? No, there's a bunch of people. <laughs> really? I have a whole Discord server, like an entire chat server. Discord's like a gaming chat thing, but you can just use it, create yeah. your own server, and then you can have your own chat, like channels and stuff. And I have a whole, like, I have about 40 probably people who are active at any given time, like yeah. from all over the world that do prank calls. So it's not just me. There's like actual other people. I usually come up with the pranks, Yeah. but then we talk about it in that chat channel and I like, uh, yeah, so I have other people. And then, so we have these groups, like the Lone Wolves is like... So, so yeah, I've sort of, sometimes I get lost in it and I forget that these are real people. So I say things like, Hey, we're coming after you. And yeah. Yeah. He's like this paranoid guy who's always dealing with the FBI and he's like this Freeman of the land. So he got super paranoid, flagged all of my videos with him, like for copyright claims. Oh man. And then YouTube took them all down. Yeah. Uh, you've been trying to have that water for so long. So I, I did that. No, no, it's you. okay. I, I, it's, I was just going to say too, that the, it is kind of interesting how I got it back up was because I found his cell phone number online and called the host who really? had them reported. And I had like a heart to heart talk with him where I explained to him that I'm not a government agent. I'm not, I'm not like associated with like, they always think I'm associated with George Soros. 
And if you're listening, you follow any of that crazy right wing conspiracy stuff. He's like this big left wing donor, this big billionaire guy who like funded Hillary Clinton's campaign and stuff. But yeah, so I explained to him I'm not part of that. And then he agreed and he <laughs> contacted YouTube wow. and took the down the flags. So my channel came back up. And he agreed to let me use all of his stuff anytime. I just pranked him this morning. We just, we just, we just pranked him like somebody who wasn't me that totally pranked him. And he had no idea. Like he was. Yeah. So anyway, That's sorry. Such a unique relationship you have with these guys. Cause wasn't it Jim Lockwood's show that you were calling and then he'd get mad at you and now he's kind of embracing it. Yeah. Well, he's this blind. He used to have swords behind him <laughs> yeah. and he's this blind right wing host. Who's like this real character. And he became like the focal point early on, sort of in the middle of the first, like I've done about 60 of these now. So over mm-hmm. the course of a year and a half, maybe or something. Yeah. But he was a focal point. And then, started this weird thing where we started mock supporting him like the lock gang is the main gang like the lone wolves that i talked about before is like my gang that splintered off but the main gang is actually named after him and like so his photos used all the time and like he's become a big thing he's made prank calls he stopped doing a radio show <laughs> really he was doing them and he's do- doing prank calls like he prank called pete sent the guy who got my channel taken down yeah. he prank called him holy and like so he yeah it's this bizarre thing yeah i did an interview with him He's a lawyer. He's like a full-on lawyer who worked for like the Ohio, like uh, Attorney General of Ohio or something. He has a super unique story, mm-hmm. and uh, he's got some super bad views. I think like conservative views, but compared to a lot of the guys I call, he's actually super liberal. He's like pro-gay marriage, pro-marijuana legalization, mm-hmm. even his stuff on immigration sometimes. But but he's wavering on that, so he's like not quite. But anyways, I had an actual like one of the things on my Patreon for it is like an interview with him. <laughs> like an hour long interview with Jim Lockwood. So yeah, he's more than like embraced it. He's like, he'll send me messages being like, Hey, let's prank this guy. You know, he changed his life. Well, he's still a lawyer. Yeah. But he, he wasn't into prank call culture until yeah. you should go ahead. Have some water. Yeah. He wasn't into prank calling culture and then you showed him the way. And what if he's the amazing at it and he got into it because of you? Well, I'll say he's not. <laughs> <laughs> he's not amazing at it. Part of the humor in it is like you, this Does he guy. Does break character all the time or what? Well, he, at one point, I remember in his one prank call he did is the guy said like, I'm going to go to Dan. And then he said, because that was the name, I guess. And he said, Oh, hi, Dan. I mean, this is Dan. <laughs> <laughs> like that's it's like oh, out of a, amateur out of a, hour out of a sketch show or something, you know? But yeah, it's it's a weird like world, and that's um, that's like the thing I really wanted to do is kind of just create this thing to exist within and put my comedy into. So it's yeah, like, yeah, it's just a weekly channel that it's mostly those prank calls, and then I I took their video footage because they all do video streams, yeah. and I edit it like weirdly. I do weird sort yeah. of strange editing and do a lot of uh, like comedy. Like editing for comedic purposes, right? And then, as I was mentioning, I do a song usually. Yeah, I have a sort of a yeah, like a weird. Anyways, but yeah, it's just a. It's I like it because it's I'm in control of it. Yeah, and I get to uh, be creative in any way I want every single week, and people watch it. I mean, I have, you know, it's not silly now. Like I have 127 patrons. I've only had it up for a month. The patron. Wow. I have 127 patrons. So you know, it's 800. It's it's like an amount of money people are paying me just to do these pranks <laughs> and put them up now. And uh, it's the most fun thing and the thing that I love the most. So I'm so glad that yeah. it's like, you know, I, I that it has. That I'm having some success with it. 
Yeah, you, know? you and are. I feel okay bragging about it because it's eight hundred dollars. It's not, <laughs> and some of the people. It's not bragging though. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's just how it is. But like you were kind of saying that you prefer doing this to stand up, which you've been doing for a long time. So yeah. are you doing less stand up now? I'm doing less stand up. Definitely, I put stand up on the channel. So like I'll, I filmed a set of me headlining at the comedy mix, mm-hmm. um, and then I cut it up and use clips of it, put it in there. So people yeah. do like it. It's a yeah. whole audience. They're mostly American. Like ninety percent of the people it's that great. watch it are American, and so they've not seen my stand up. Yeah, know, they don't know any of it. So. You know, it, they it's it's uh, interesting for them to see the the a skill that I have because I still, you know, I don't think I'm the best stand up, but I do it, you know, for a living. That's you're what so I did funny, that. man. I appreciate it. I wasn't fishing for a no, but like I really like you're like Some, one of my favorites. I appreciate it. Sometimes I just think of like guys <laughs> like I've. I just mean there's like guys to me that are like pure stand up. Yeah, and they're like this guy is so good at stand up, and uh-huh. like I think I can do fun do, and do, I'm not bad at stand up, and I can write funny jokes and I can be funny, but it's not necessarily like your passion. Yeah, well, it's not, and it's not necessarily even my best sort of avenue for being funny. I think that editing together these things is is my best yeah uh, uh yeah like tool to be humorous um, yeah 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 I, I think that uh like the whole yeah anyways i i just always think of <laughs> sometimes i watch ivan and i'm just like wow how's he good uh, ivan decker has yeah. he been on this yeah he's been on okay so if you've listened to this before and you know ivan Sometimes I watch him and I'm like, he has so much material and it's all so good. And he seems like that's like the, it's like his absolute, the thing that he should be doing, you know? Yeah. Um, versus I feel more comfortable making prank phone calls. Like, <laughs> I do. I feel like so it's so exhilarating to like uh, be on a call and like be on hold for a while and then like get on and execute it. Cause like, I know people think pranks are dumb and they are a lot of the time, but like, so my idea was that this is really nasty part of the world where all these people are saying these nasty things and it was overwhelming my life kind of Mm -hmm. on online and social media, people talk about it constantly. So I was like, okay, there's no funny, like the SNL stuff's not funny about it to Mm -hmm. me. Like, how can I draw something funny out of this? Like and political. It's just, yeah, this weird political thing that's come out, this far right yeah. group of people that's like conspiracy theorists and really troubling racist people and like homophobic and sort of, you know, whatever yeah. you want to say, being like, mm-hmm. in, you know, the president is like that. So now that, you know, all coming out of the woodwork and stuff. And it's all not really that funny. And it really puts a damper on my, it did on my life. So I was like, okay, mm-hmm. how can I try to take this? and make it sort of like in yeah into something that's silly and fun Mm -hmm. um but yeah i think that i think that's my yeah i think that's yeah i I wasn't able to do it in stand-up i wasn't gonna be able to do that in stand-up and uh yeah i anyways um i think there's an album in that stuff yeah the prank calls Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know about how it is for legality. I know what it is. Mm -hmm. I know what it is because I asked uh, my lawyer friend about that. Because you and I talked about doing one like a while ago. Yeah, definitely. So I went and asked about it. And basically, you'd need... You'd need each person that you call to sign a contract. So well, that's not that. I mean, (laughs) I could get a lot of them to do it now. Yeah. So and then you might need to throw like a little bit of money at them or, or what, or the label would have to, yeah. um, which wouldn't be that much. You know what I mean? Cause people will do, people will sign a contract for like a hundred dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I, I hear you have $800 now from your Patreon. Yeah, so that's definitely. like eight prank calls. It's like I, eight tracks. I could get eight. Different <laughs> Wait, so they would sign one per track. I don't know. But, but like, 
you know, if if you're on a label, they'd ha- they'd have to pay for it, and it wouldn't be that expensive. Yeah. And then the the overhead of actually making it would be nothing. Yeah, because like we could do it through this setup for free. You know what I mean? Oh, so. most definitely. I mean, the the way that I record them <laughs> is I record them with a very high quality microphone. So it's like I'm using a Shure SM50. Yeah. I'm using yeah. like a good quality setup at mm-hmm. my place that I'm recording them all with. So I have like recordings of the. Yeah, we just pro- need to patch out of the call. Um, so that that audio would be decent, also. Well, you would. I, I, would you want to just take the audio that they provided, like, because they yeah. would have the best oh, audio from the from YouTube channel? Yeah, yeah, totally. Or from their radio show, they often will upload just the, the podcast totally. of their thing. So you just be take so that easy. audio. Yeah, yeah. And even my audio coming through on theirs, it's actually quite funny because I'm using that mic setup <laughs> in like a soundproofed room, and so my sounds mi- so good. It sounds so good. It sounds like I'm in the actual studio with them. Like my sound quality is so, sometimes better than their mics, you know. <laughs> That's so good. But yeah, well, we, there's like um, I think there's something there, man. I've been thinking about it for a while, and there hasn't been prank call album in a while. I mean, Jerky Boys. I think that was like the last time something like that was popular, and who didn't love that? Yeah, I know. I wonder if it would because it's all it's all serious now. So I wonder if that would be like something where you'd get play on serious with that. You might get a lot. Of course, especially at the American I, stuff. If you were, dude, I think you're sitting on a, a yeah. great thing here. Well, we should talk about it. Let's talk about it on the mics right now. Yeah, I mean, we kind of already. <laughs> are people would love to hear this business meeting we're having right now yeah that's cool that's cool (laughs) i'm excited to listen to music man yeah you want to hear some music i mean i always i always want to hear music are you a big uh hip-hop fan yeah i'm i'm listening to a lot i mean i i'm i have like people always say an eclectic sort of taste of music but you know i listen to different types of music at different times in my life Mm -hmm. so right now i'm listening to duffy and the doubters okay do you know this song, Blackalicious? I know Blackalicious. Alphabet aerobics, so he goes through each letter. Oh, shit. So is there any, how many uh, to each letter? Is there any? There's no real okay. rule, but it does. the song does speed up as he goes. I see. Sometimes he doesn't do it though. <laughs> There's some words that aren't well, the letter. I noticed. Out of sight, out of mind, wide beaming opticals. That's just a good lyric though. It's very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's still obvious. I'm just, it's imp- it's incredibly impressive from many standpoints. <laughs> At the end, he goes zebra. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be cool at the beginning. He was like alphabet. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, it's 
pretty cool, right? It's really good, man. It's so much better than this rap nowadays. I'm just joking. <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm you, not one of those you're guys. You're going to go at Gift of Gab that way? I'm not one of those guys. I, I got to play a show with Gift of Gab one time. Who's that? That's the main rapper on Blacklist. Blacklist. Oh, it's okay. that guy. And um, it was at Fortune because I used to be in a rap group. I don't know if I ever told you that. No, I don't know. I don't know if you did. Yeah. And we opened and then. Uh, was it for Blacklicious or just for. Gift of Gab. I see. But he just would, he was just like on stage and he had a disc man. <laughs> so he just pressed play on his own beats and it was like, that was so, uh, ob, such obsolete technology. You know, it was like, why a disc man? Yeah. How, like at least got a mini disc player, which is was, also obsolete. Was he doing it for a fat, was he like Maybe. trying to like be like. Yeah. Well, he would say between songs, be like, yeah, I'm just going to press the next track on my disc man. And then he'd press it. Just bring a roadie, man. Yeah, like, just, I mean, I went and saw the only like hip hop shows are obviously sometimes uh, like not as good. Yeah, they're harder to recreate the music and like you know what the I mean. The sonic like, quality live, de- yeah, is it, usually garbage. It depends on some uh, rap groups are different if there's like if the music can be played with a live band or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like different. the Roots or something. But but I went and saw. Um, What's his name? Jizza um, from... Yeah, Wu-Tang. Yeah, so I went and saw him perform. Liquid Sword's one of my favorite Love that hip-hop album. albums. Yeah. And so he was performing it live, like cover to cover at Richards on Richards. So cool. So I was like, oh, this is going to be the best. And it was not. <laughs> it was not the best. He had nobody from the Wu-Tang Clan there, which is like Dude. one thing. But he had like... His DJ that he had was really out of it and missing like drops. <laughs> and it was just like he was stopping in the middle of uh, and it was it was so low. Like it just reminded me that him pressing the disc, man, it was just like mm-hmm. it felt like uh, it felt like it really needed more like for yeah. that album. Like it needed it, you know, like it needed to have like felt more like a, people on stage, like a cash grab kind of. Yeah. And, and there was just these two guys standing on stage, one of them who was not into it and not really getting in the other person who was like yeah just trying to get through the songs it was a huge disappointment one time uh my band played with wu-tang at a festival and i was so excited and it was also not good oh. it was like it was not because wu-tang the original version had nine members and it moved up to like 12 maybe when like Capadonna and whoever joined no one that you'd want to see in wu-tang was there yeah <laughs> no rizza no jizza no method man it was like Master Killer, who's like Method Man's like hype man when yeah. he tours, and then like uh, No You God, <laughs> like no no one that you want. Mm-hmm. It was weird, and then but there were still like thirty guys on stage, and the sound was really bad, and it was unrehearsed. It's funny how do you notice that rap shows like they don't ever finish a song? Yeah, that was I mean that was <laughs> the huge thing that I noticed on him was he wasn't even getting close to finishing a lot of the songs. <laughs> And he was meant to be doing the album from start to finish. So mm-hmm. people were getting upset about it, you know? Like, yeah, it wasn't yeah. just like a regular show kind yeah. of where you get away with that. It was like, hey, <laughs> it's set on the ticket. <laughs> yeah. Jizza performs Liquid Swords. <laughs> and you're stopping five, like 25 seconds into this song and yeah. moving on to the next Probably song. up to the chorus. Yeah. And that's all you can remember, maybe. Yeah, he would forget things off. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, it was a tough... And I want to say, like, yeah, he still is one of my... Fa- I mean, the album I still absolutely love. And I, Wu-Tang is one of my favorite... Yeah, when that when that's a lot better than this rap nowadays. Oh yeah, name some names, Chris James. (laughs) Oh man, this guy with with this guy, what's his name with a tattoo on his face? Which one? No, no, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) What's the guy's name though? Who's like real fucking? 
what's that guy's name? He looks real weird. He sings Gamo. Oh, yeah. Takeshi. Um, Takeshi Six. Yeah, yeah. The guy who's in the real, hospital right now. Yeah, that guy's real messed up. Like, yeah. He's like a real, like, uh, he's like, uh, because he became so popular doing that, it's like, whatever. I don't really hate on it. It's like just sort of a new brand yeah. of, uh, of like, music. And, like, it always kind of existed in a different way. Yeah. Like, this is the way that they are getting famous. There's, like... Yeah, this is the way they're trying to get famous now is through doing this this type of stuff. But he's like going to other people's <laughs> neighborhoods and like taking Instagram things. He's like, I'm here like to gang gang member type people. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like making those videos and like he just doesn't really seem to and maybe he does, but like I don't know, he doesn't really seem to um be too concerned about something he probably should be concerned about. Wait, do you know about stitches? Yeah. Oh yeah. Let's Sti- put on stitches, stitches brick and talk but- about that. Yeah, I remember when this song came out. I mean, I liked it. I liked it. Do you know why? Because it was so ridiculous. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I thought of it as like uh, like a joke. Like I like oh, absurd things. Like yeah, over the top, outrageous things. You know what's great about the comment section of this YouTube cha- page of this video is so many people are hating on him and putting his real name and address in the comments. Like, go get him. That's awesome. <laughs> you know what's funny though is like this is kind of feels old now yeah. it's like four years old but he actually looks fine compared to new soundcloud rappers who look way dumber than this to me which is insane because he, he has an m16 tattooed on his on cheek his <laughs> yeah i think i like the way that they, like to me it's like fun it's like funny and yeah. nothing but funny like the way that all those guys I, I think maybe the drug stuff is probably but it's always been there that's yeah, what they're yeah. saying like now it's just xanax which is like just the thing but they're like oh man these kids nowadays sucking you know but nah they were they were doing you know coke like talking about songs doing coke and stuff yeah i guess they always do those lame memes you know those classic memes are like my my uh rappers talked about selling drugs oh you're, yeah yeah, you're yeah, yeah. talk about doing drugs <laughs> <laughs> i don't I know why, why that's better that one's better than the other yeah i think the turning point was lil wayne because he was always talking about scissorp yeah and then it was like oh cool i want to do that yeah and then now doesn't i mean i don't want to say there's doesn't he like always have seizures but that's not from that right he always had a thing right? uh i think he has he, he gone has, to the hospital he, 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 has, he might he has something though that isn't to do with scissorp so i shouldn't say that man have you ever watched the documentary on him the carter no oh it's like one of my favorite things like i genuinely like love lil wayne <laughs> and part of what made me love him was laughing at that documentary like kind of like some kind of monster the metallica one yeah, just makes funny. them look so bad that i made me like them more <laughs> yeah yeah the little wayne one is so good because it just shows how excessive his his living style is all he cares about is recording and doing shows yeah so between shows he's like setting up his own little setup in the hotel and like doing it and he's drinking scissorp which is always in a vitamin water bottle for some reason and then he's like it just shows him, him him making songs, and then it's funny because he commissioned these guys to make the documentary, and then he realized it was making him look like a drug addict, so he fired them, and then they would just put it on YouTube, so you can I just see. watch it now. Yeah. But um, yeah, there's this there's this great part where he's being interviewed in Montreal, and he doesn't want to do the interview. You can tell just by his body language because he's like sitting like facing away from the person interviewing him, and it's like a French guy. Maybe he doesn't like that, and the guy's like. Would you say that uh, because you're from New Orleans and that's like a jazz city and you don't write anything down, that maybe you're inspired by jazz because your music's so (laughs) improvised? And he's like, jazz, jazz, 
Mm-mm. I don't like him. Get him out of here. And someone just comes and picks that guy up and like physically and like drags him out. And the guy's like, what? Like he got like one question. He's like, mm-mm, mm-mm. I don't like him. I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> I never really got so much into Lil Wayne. Like I like a few songs, but I never was like a huge fan. I just, I'll hear people that I like, like referencing him or whatever. Yeah. You know? Like now he's like, now he's like a guy who's considered like a legend. It's weird. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? He's like, yeah. Well, he's like, like, yeah, with the old timers. <laughs> I know. It's <laughs> so funny. He's like 35 or yeah, something. Totally. Yeah. What do you, do you, um, do you like, what do you typically listen to? Do you listen to music often? Yeah. I listen to music all the time. I listen to radio a lot too. Like just like, uh, old radio. But like I said, I've been listening to Duffy and the doubters, which, is like a Vancouver band. It's uh, do you uh, know Duffy? No, I don't. It's Duffy from Ladyhawk. Oh yeah, okay. So it's like a side project that he had uh, that just put out one album. That's um, cool. But I like it a lot. I always did, and yeah. it's on Apple Music. I just went and looked like a month and a half ago or something. I was like, you know, I wonder if that's on Apple Music, and it is. Oh okay. So yeah, that's an awesome album, Rad. It's like a, it's like sort of a garage. Uh, like a punk garage sort of. Okay. Uh, yeah, lo-fi. like a Detroit sound kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and then Drake. I've been listening to Drake. The new album. one. Yeah, I like it. I mean, I like a few songs. I like that. I'm really lame like that. I listen to songs over and over and over again. Why like is I'll, that lame? That's awesome. I guess take I mean, it in. Yeah, I listen to like uh, one song for like yeah like so I'll get really hooked on a song. Uh, Drake. Uh, I'm upset that song mm-hmm. i like a lot i like the beat to it mm-hmm. i like a, i like a minimalistic beat like that a minimalist beat yeah um and then uh and then also the the hit the the big the big song is yeah. really catchy yeah so i'll listen to that sometime what's it called the one where everyone did the dance to oh man i can't even remember i'm like kind of out of touch with it, him right um, now what is it uh now i want to remember uh kiki yeah, do you love me are you Let's look it up. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's freaking out Everyone's listening to like, this right now. Everyone's like, are you fucking kidding me? It's, it's literally the biggest song in the world right now. <laughs> it is. Because I went and looked like by a long shot. Oh, I feel like an idiot. I kind of sometimes will... In my feelings. St- yeah. Okay. I'll yeah. stay away from things that are super popular just because I want to get to it on my own time, kind yeah. of, you know? Yeah, by no, by the way, like if you look at my Spotify, you can see that Ivan Decker is currently listening to Toto, uh, Africa. Wow, well, that's. I mean, is that considered cool by anybody? But Weezer just covered it, so maybe he's just oh. a b comparing. Yeah, that might be it. I mean, I don't. Want to, you're giving him pretty good credit. I think. <laughs> I think he might just listen to Africa. <laughs> what do you got going on? Uh, that I'm listening to. Yeah. What do you? I mean, well, I should. Do you want? To, I guess people. You always talk about what you listen to on here. Kinda. Um, I've been making a. I always every month do a, like a playlist just of stuff that I've discovered or that I've just gotten into. And I really like this band Mute Math. You ever okay. heard Mute Math before? No. I'll put some on. It's like, um, it's kind of like, I really like bands that are musician-y, but the average person listening wouldn't gather that. Like it's not over their head. I see. So I like stuff that's kind of technical and interesting. And this band is like an amazing drummer. Yeah, yeah. And their music's just really epic, so I'm kind of like just inspired by that. Yeah. That's cool. I listen to like, I try to listen to drum beats now because when I try to make songs, I'm like, what do the drums sound like in songs? <laughs> like, so now I like find myself listening to a song, like, I wouldn't be able to 
put this one in. But like I'll just listen to a basic like rock song. I'm like, I just want to do a rock song. Like, yeah, yeah. A pretty standard rock song with like whatever chord progression using a MIDI controller, like making using guitar or whatever. I have but to I'm, hear these songs. But I'm like, I'll play after we, I'll yeah. play some for you. But yeah, uh, then I'm like, what do drums sound like? I realized that like, <laughs> it's not, you know, like, did you, like I, I yeah. know and I have to listen and then I can, I'm getting better at doing it and yeah. like keeping time and being able to like, you know, like I have some rhythm, not yeah. a, not not enough to be a so real. So you play musician. it into the keyboard. Yeah, because exactly. you can just draw it in if you want. It's funny because part of me. Oh no, I never could do that. I don't think. Well, I like to play it. That's my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to be able to do it. It's funny because part of me was gonna be like, oh, I'll show you, but part of me just wants to hear how you evolve yeah. by yourself. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No. I. Uh, yeah. That's what I'm. I mean, I'll, I'm gonna try to. Uh, I mean, obviously, I'm gonna try to get better. I don't think that like I was saying it's. It's cool that I have a platform that I can make songs <laughs> and people listen to <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, that's great. Like an audience of people listen to them. You yeah. Know? Like I couldn't do that. I'm not, you know what I mean? I, <laughs> it's so I cool. I have 127 people that would pay to like say this thing to have a song of mine. You know what I mean? It's just absurd. I'm not nearly good enough. Uh, so I've somehow like managed to set up this situation where I can mm -hmm. make music and like live out kind of like a dream almost. Yeah, yeah. It's like only in a dream world would I be a musician you know like, so it's yeah but um, in some weird dream world a very small one mm -hmm. but like you know I'm, I'm, I am a musician in some yeah, there you small go. weird way you know you're, do, you're getting heard by more people that have been doing it for like 10 years and you <laughs> it's funny that and also it's pretty funny too if you're just like yeah there you go and then I play one of the songs you're like wait no <laughs> you're like no no hang on no I you can't call yourself a musician you can't do it um, no I was I was saying it's funny that now that I have a Patreon it's funny to think like a lot of these hosts who talk shit about me and say what a loser I am living in my mom's basement I now like officially am doing much more I'm being I'm much more successful with the uh, material than they are with yeah. their own material wait a second I want to talk about that because that was my one of my favorite things you ever did is where that dude was it Jim Lockwood who was like you probably live in your parents basement and you had your parents call in and yeah. say no he doesn't I had my mom and my dad <laughs> call the in thing my ever. mom said that I was no they said that he we tried to kick him out of the basement but he's only 13 years old that's what they said to, to him but yeah I had my mom and my dad my dad called Kurt Schilling he was the first guy I ever called Kurt Schilling, the baseball player, had a radio show on Breitbart.com. So, yeah, he was, he, they all say, even just today, like, JJ, the guy who, who I called right before I came here, he, they always go to that, that I live yeah. in my mom's basement. Yeah, yeah. Always, always. What a hacky line. Oh, it's the classic go-to <laughs> that I lived in my mom's, but yeah, the, I mean, the truth of it is I also do a call-in show of my own. Yeah. So... Just to add like another confusing wrinkle to the whole thing, <laughs> I go on a gaming stream right. that it, my friends do, and they have a fairly large following online. So they have a lot of people to Stephen watch. Stefan Heck. Stefan Heck is one yep. of them, and uh, at at Bronze Hammer, Jesse Farrar, and then Rob Wisman at Rob. Like they're they're big Twitter guys who have big huge followings on Twitter, mm. and so I go on there regularly. And now I've started my own channel where I. I do an after show of their stream and also a Sunday after my material comes out and I do a call-in show where I have my number posted yeah. and I take actual calls. I have a Skype number and I have a call-in system set up where I can take calls. And so it's just always funny to me too to think that like these guys will go a two-hour show 
and the, no, they will get a couple of calls and then like my calls like because they because the go off kings will host my thing so they'll yeah. bring 100 200 people to come watch yeah and then my call my phones will be ringing off the hook <laughs> and i'm just thinking how much these guys would just love to be sitting there just to even get the calls and then lockwood jim lockwood called in and pranked my show <laughs> what yeah full circle yeah so it's um that's it's a weird world that I think probably, yeah, probably you don't want to get involved in if you're listening to this right now. <laughs> like you don't want people pranking you? No, no, I just mean it's like it's it's so weird. Like, uh, no, I think it's fun. I think that I like to think the world that I created there, like uh, comedy sort of mm-hmm. world is like fun, is like taking, yeah, like I said, negative stuff. And- do you, uh, do your feelings get hurt sometimes? Yeah, my feelings get hurt all the time. If you watch, if you were to go to my channel and watch my call-in show, you could see me live getting my feelings hurt <laughs> by people who call in and like say negative stuff. Um, I mean, sometimes I feel bad for the hosts too when I'm editing it because they're human beings, even though they're really nasty and they're like saying super nasty stuff about trans people and like oh. gay people and stuff like that. And so that's what I have to remind myself is like whenever I feel bad for them, I'm like. They they would want such negative things and they're constantly trying to rally people to be negative and hateful towards a group of people that I really have a lot of friends in and know people and would yeah. never want that type of... And yeah. so I have to think to myself, like, I, he's not really that worthy, this guy, JJ. <laughs> yeah. You know, because he's so hateful and he's on the radio show trying to get other people from a religious standpoint or whatever it is to try to say that you should be scared of gay people and trans people and they're trying to come after your children and stuff yeah. like that. So that I, but I do have to remind myself like, so I'll watch the footage and you're watching these guys and you're fucking with them really bad. And it's yeah. like, you can see them, their cameras close up on their face and yeah. you can see that it's like, we have, there's one guy, Wayne Dupree. He, uh, he's like Donald Trump retweeted him. He's fr- he knows Donald Trump. He's like a fairly big right wing conservative blogger guy who also has a radio show mm-hmm. and he uses a, a call in system. He started using a call in system that was a Uber conference and somebody in my, in my chat, one of my prank callers discovered that you can go into the Uber conference with the pin that he had posted and you can control the call. <laughs> What? So you can go in there. So we got into the call and we were able to unmute ourselves and mute them. <laughs> <laughs> so we were able to be on the air with them muted. Wow. So they had to shut down their whole show and yeah. stop doing it. And then they couldn't figure it out. They did it again. And then they posted the, the pin for the conference only in the Patreon. So someone in my group just subscribed to the Patreon right away and got the pin. And we just oh got in the call again. Holy. So like, you're watching the footage of that happening. Yeah. And it's just like. I got to make friends with some hackers. I mean, this guy is getting really, really upset. And it's a human being that you're causing this pain to. And yeah. so sometimes that's hard to deal with. And I talk about it often that I struggle with it. But yeah. I get my feelings heard online when people say negative things to me. I yeah. take it myself. I take it way too personally. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I'm not good at dealing with it. Um, I think, uh, also, um, Gavin told me you're good at sports. Um, yeah, I play, you play basketball. Yeah. I play basketball growing up. I play, I probably, I play soccer and uh, baseball. I just, uh, finished playing softball. Actually, our softball season just ended. Really? But yeah. No, so I play in leagues and stuff. Yeah. I mean, this is like semi-competitive. John Cullen. Yeah. Another comedian. Yeah. plays like he, I joined the team with him, but I used to play really competitively and like growing up, I played competitively in soccer yeah. and baseball. 
That's cool. So yeah, no, I love sports. I love sports. I love watching sports. I love finding out people love sports because I love NBA basketball and like no one knows that. I love NBA basketball too. Yeah, when I I, when I went to LA just to go watch NBA games. Yeah, I took a trip down there. That's just, cool. What games do you see? I saw uh, the Lake. I saw the Lakers play Houston, and then I saw New Orleans versus the Clippers. This uh, last year. Yeah, I saw Anthony Davis play. Awesome. Harden and Davis. The Clippers were my favorite, and then they just disassembled, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, it's funny. uh, If you ever go to Los Angeles or you live there, it's amazing the difference between the Lakers and the Clippers. I know. I mean, it is two completely different experiences in the same building. Like, it does not feel like the same building at all. Yeah. The Lakers game, everyone's fucking jacked up and into it and, like, Mm -hmm. going nuts. And the Clippers game, no one gives a shit at all. Man, one time I went to a Clippers game. There's this friend of mine, and she's a, a dance choreographer on, like, Nicki Minaj's videos and those kinds of things. And so she got free tickets for us to go to see the Clippers. And I was really excited because I love Blake Griffin. And this is when CP3 was on the team and DeAndre Jordan and everybody. So we went, and uh, <laughs> as soon as we got in, she was like, these cheerleaders suck. Man, this place is so steep. Ugh. The beer is too expensive. She's complaining, complaining, yeah. complaining. And then we sat down and we were watching it. And she's complaining. It's driving me crazy. And then like partway through the first quarter, she's like, I'll be right back. And then I just realized I was enjoying the game. Mm. And it's because she'd been gone for a long time. Yeah. And I looked at my phone and she was like, yeah, I accidentally left the arena and they won't let me back in. So I'll just see you after the game. <laughs> so I That's just great. watched the rest of it by myself. We tried to sneak down, me and Stefan, when we were there. And we were so high on weed gummies. <laughs> in LA and then we got all scared like trying to sneak down but then we did we ended up going like you know fourth row and watching the last quarter of the game that's always because everyone leaves early yeah you can sneak down and at Clippers games not near the end of the year you can just do it in the in the second quarter (laughs) seriously why does no one care because no one likes the team it's like such there's there's no history to it Billy Crystal loves the team yeah I guess he's a fucking loser though (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like the jazz man, that crazy gracious character he does. That guy's an old loser. (laughs) (laughs) But the Clippers, like that's uh, the Clippers just uh, have no history there. Everyone like, because the Lakers are so old and stuff. So all these families Mm -hmm. in LA or whatever. Grew up on them. And then, so they, yeah, they, I don't know, for whatever reason, they're, they, uh, they care about it and nobody cares about the Clippers. (laughs) I like, I like to hate the team that I cheer for. I cheer for the white caps. Yeah. And I, I prefer when they're bad and i can get mad at them and people like i used to see that as like a really um shameful thing like oh that's a shameful way to be to like project negativity out there but i was mm-hmm. talking about it i did um uh, the other day and like i realized that uh i think i need to like uh hate uh, like a group of people like like i think i need to like feel that type of uh weird like me against them kind of thing you yeah know? and so that's why when I watch sports, it's like I, I, you know, people get riled up, they yell and scream at the ref and stuff like that, and it's like because otherwise I'd, I'd, I'd maybe be like taking it out in some real negative way oh, okay. into real people, like not a group of people, it's rather like just real people, like. My, my gaming is the same way mm-hmm. but people are so nasty when they're doing it because it's like some I think maybe some inherent thing where people like have that's why they want to like you know be uh, nationalistic and that's why they, like there's this idea that you want to like be part of a group mm-hmm. and have an opposition right that you're fighting against so 
I don't mind when when the team's doing really bad. I can get upset at the other team, <laughs> the opposition. At the same time, I can also get angry at my own team after it's all said and done. Just a and frenzy. It's, totally, it's a frenzy, and then it's so cathartic. And when I'm done, mm-hmm. I used to it used to bother me, and I w- I don't think I was doing it properly because <laughs> when I was younger, it would like fester, and I would like yeah. continue to have it. But now it's this cathartic experience, and I'm not out of control. I'm not like yeah. swearing at the ref and screaming. Yeah. I don't scream at a game or anything like that. I get upset. I'll tweet a thing while the game's going on or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then when it's all done, I like have this real feeling like an hour later it goes by and mm-hmm. I like feel this real like <laughs> relief. Like, okay, that yeah. wasn't real life. <laughs> yeah. Those people I was getting mad at are getting paid money yeah. and I'm not, they don't, they don't really feel any of the effects of my negativity yeah, yeah. in any meaningful way. Yeah. It's all over. Yeah. No one's hurt by it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I like, I love that. I think I, the reason I like basketball so much is because it has nothing to do with my two jobs, which is music and comedy stuff. It's just another thing I like a lot. Yeah. And so it's such a vacation for my brain to, oh, to like it. That's totally it, isn't it? Do you, are you, and you're a gamer too, right? Well, I just play FIFA, the, the soccer game. Do you so get just, mad? Yeah, I get really mad. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love I mean, people I get mad. Te- I have a temper. I have like an anger problem and it's like I go to a therapist mm-hmm. and so I talk about it. And I'm trying to like delve into all the sort of trauma that I have. Maybe that leads to me having like a mm-hmm. a real uh, a problem with, with anger. Mm-hmm. But until then, I have this anger. And like I say, it's like uh, it's going to channel towards somewhere. Mm-hmm. So me channeling it towards, uh, you know, a video game that, as I said... <laughs> doesn't bother it's the same as the sports Mm -hmm. for the video game it's five minutes i'm upset i get um, i get mad or whatever (laughs) or i get really happy yeah yeah i'm playing and i get happy but it's mostly like i'm getting out some frustration like a bit of frustration and it's over with and i feel good i'm like ah that's a relief now you know i feel i feel better so so yeah gaming is definitely uh i see as like but I mean, I did used to have like a budget for video for controllers because you'd smash them when you're playing them. FIFA or something. Yeah, Fi- only FIFA is the only game I play. So okay. it's all of FIFA I play. I hear it you're very good at it. Yeah, I'm good at it because I only play it, and I, <laughs> I I play it every like not uh, uh, I play every single incarnation of it as soon as it comes out. Yeah, and I probably play you know two or three times a week. I'll sit down. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm busier now. Yeah, but when I have free time, I do that, and that's why the vacation as well. That's why those things are great to me yeah. as well, because you're the same way, right? You mm. work for yourself in a lot of ways, yeah. right? So the stuff that you're working on is like a passion that you want to succeed. It's not even yeah. just like a job. And people yeah. probably want to succeed at their job and have it, but it's like you're more like, personal. you want to f- figure out ways that you can make it more successful on a regular. That's the way I'm always thinking, like, how can yeah. I? And so it's very hard for me to leave that mm-hmm. and to like, mm-hmm. I have a real problem with it where it's like, I can't take a day off. Yeah, I'm, me either. Every, I'm sitting there. I'm so and, like that, dude. Yeah. So I'm like always, okay, what could I be doing right now? Yeah. Could I be doing this? Could I be editing this? What should, even if I'm just thinking about it for the whole time. So oh, we're the same guy. Most, and so sports is a huge one. Video games, I only think about that. But the huge one that I do now that mm-hmm. I'm and I'm so into now is movies going to the movies oh, I love going to the movies so not, the whole I experience yeah it has I don't to even be. look at my phone at all totally I never do it's the only place yeah I'm obsessed with my phone I'm obsessed with it I'm like you know uh, I'm everything I've got is on online on social media all the stuff I'm doing is like mm-hmm. it's based around being online and being connected and stuff and so I'm always on my phone but when I'm in a movie I can I can it doesn't have to be good I've I know it before it can be bad I'll it's see like, like anything anything <laughs> my girlfriend and I go once a week uh-huh 
uh-huh. uh, to a movie for sure, like 100%. We yeah. always go see a movie. And yeah. yeah. And I absolutely love that. I think that that experience is like, it is really lost. It's like a really sort of like uh, mm-hmm. uh, the one shitty thing about movies being so accessible is that it's sweet. You can get them and just watch them at home all the time. But I think that it like mm-hmm. maybe it like drove some people away from going to the theaters. That yeah. Didn't really realize the sort of like, uh, yeah, how, how the effect that it has of the whole experience going there and like being it, able to. It's so fun to watch uh, a movie in a crowd of people who are all only watching oh. it. That's and the, the whole experience, the smell of the popcorn and like, I love, I really love it. Like, yeah. I'll, like I said, I'll see almost anything. Me too, man. And I'll pay attention way more if I'm there. I paid. You know what I mean? Totally. And I love going with people. I mean, I always go just by myself with just my girlfriend and, and the and theaters are empty and I like that. Mm. But you're right. When they're full and it's a comedy. Oh, yeah. And everyone's laughing and like Dude. you have a shared thing where you're like. <laughs> yeah. I like I go to movies sometimes that I'm excited about by myself because it really bothers me if I'm with someone and they're hating it. I can't oh, really yeah. enjoy it. So when. The new It came out. I went opening night by myself, and it was the funnest crowd. Like they were like, "Oh shit!" And then, and then uh, there's this one part where the first time you see Pennywise, this guy behind me was like, oh, "I fucking hate clowns!" <laughs> and the whole theater just erupted in laughter. It was the funnest. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm thankful that the person I like, that my girlfriend who I go with all the time is. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she's always really chill. She would if she wasn't really digging it. She would like wait till after, <laughs> oh, and nice. like you know what I mean. She yeah, wouldn't yeah. just be like, "Oh, that sucked." Or whatever, <laughs> you know? And she would be really nice, but she knows that like yeah, she knows that like my experience. She doesn't want to like dampen the experience kind of because she knows yeah. how like important it is to me. Yeah, yeah. These movies. Yeah. And she could say it sucked like <laughs> yeah. if she wanted, but she just she's not that kind of person because cool. yeah, it is. To have someone noticeably not enjoying it or whatever can be very, very bothersome. It really does. To. Yeah. I yeah, I saw I saw Sorry to Bother You. Yeah. Which I really loved. Yeah, I loved and it too. I saw too. Black Klansman, which I didn't really love as much. I thought it was pretty good, but I really want to see that. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, it, it's definitely still worth watching. Spike I, Lee's pretty hit or miss for me. Yeah. It's weird. It's like sometimes it can feel really self indulgent, but I fucking love He Got Game and I love the twenty fifth hour. I think that um, one of the problems with this movie was that I seen something that the guy from Sorry to Bother You said about the movie. Oh, really? Before I watched it, and I loved Sorry to Bother You yeah. so much, so it like affected mm-hmm. the thing that he said. Affected, I was looking for it too much. Yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah, so it yeah. affected my ability took you to out of it, kind of. Yeah, definitely. Maybe he did that on purpose. <laughs> so you'd like that movie more? No, just uh, I don't know, but I think that no, I love that that guy Boots Riley, man. Yeah. Do you like Atlanta? Yeah, I haven't seen Atlanta. I've just you'd love it. I know I've got it now. I have a I have a VPN because mm-hmm. I got I got banned from Twitter. <laughs> oh yeah, well, how'd that happen? I don't know, man. They never told me. My old channel, like for my channel <laughs> page, got banned, and I started a new one, and it got banned as well. So two of them got banned, suspended forever. Like not allowed to. I had to get a, I have to get a VPN to even use Twitter because they IP blocked my th- thing to say I can't even go on the website anymore. And I have no concept as to why that is. You're such a digital rebel. No. I think that it's just because you can mass report people pretty easily. And because mm-hmm. of the, th- the things that I'm doing, like uh, upsetting these hosts, it's very easy for them to them and a couple of other people yeah. to just go and say, oh, you know, you could dig up a tweet where 
one of my followers is like, hey, Chris, you know, you never have any comedy shows. And it's like some inside joke. And I'm like, oh, I'll fucking beat your ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're like, look at this guy threatening <laughs> to be violent. Do you know what I mean? So they yeah. can cherry pick. It was just, yeah, it was weird that I, um, that I, that I didn't, never got an explanation. Yeah. Never did. They never told me yeah, why. That is weird. But Not yeah. even like a sort of stock one. Well, I guess they gave me like a like a warning before for something, but then they never they never said like this is what you got banned for. But I guess maybe they just I was gonna say oh how would I know not to do it again? But I guess they're like they don't want me. They're like no, we just don't want you to <laughs> ever post on the website, so we don't actually care if you get better. Like we just you're not welcome here anymore. Oh, man. My point is I got a VPN, so now I can illegally download stuff. Well, sorry to bother you. Feels like Atlanta meets Eternal Sunshine to me. Oh, okay. so you would really like it. I, everyone's telling me I would like yeah. Atlanta, and I do like what's his name too, Donald um, Glover. Donald Glover, I do like him a lot. He's so talented; it's like annoying. Yeah, like I, I, I mean, I know this is like a lame thing because, but I watched him when he was on Derek TV. Like I watched his internet sketch stuff. Okay, he was in NYU sketch group called Derek Comedy, and everyone it's like seems like one of those pretentious sort of things. Like, hey, I knew him before. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I remember it being so cool when he was on stage. He was a 30 Rock, and he's on stage for an Emmy. He has, like, the fun... The, I look back on it, it's not that funny now. Yeah. But in the time when I was a kid, it was one of the funniest things. And if you can find it, it's Derek Comedy, and it's this thing where he's doing a presentation in class, uh, the school project about, like, his girlfriend, and it's this, like, weird, like, uh, super um, angsty sort of, like over the top but it's one of the funniest sketches oh, I gotta as, see it. as a kid that i watched yeah um and it was like it's kind of weird to uh i've seen some dude do his like internet sketch stuff and be like oh this guy's really funny and like these guys are funny they all became like dc pearson they're all oh, yeah like, they made a movie even Derek comedy did so they all became quite famous you know yeah um but it was like weird to see him doing that and then like become like just so i'm um, like like he just became like so like the biggest like the like a big huge monstrous musician. I know. And, like, in and, every like, field, he's in super every successful. Field, acting and like it's weird. He's in the new Star weird, Wars. I was like, man, this guy's pretty good. But then, yeah, little did I know, he was not pretty good. This guy I was watching <laughs> was like this fucking guy who was like. This, I just think about that watching that sketch. And yeah. It's so weird. Like, man, this sketch is so funny that mm-hmm. this kid made. And it's like, well, yeah, yeah. In hindsight, <laughs> it's like, yeah, this is that's the guy who is gonna go on to be the fucking, you know, the yeah. best guy. And yeah. Did you um did you watch Thirty Rock at all? Yeah, I loved Thirty Rock. Because he wrote all of Kenneth's dialogue. Yeah, no, I I yeah, that's what yeah. I I I love him. like I, I'm I'm really big into his career and stuff. Yeah, no, he was uh Thirty Rock has some of the funniest oh, writing yeah. overall. I kind of think it's underrated in hip ways. Yeah. Because it's just seen as like a sitcom, but it's so witty. Yeah, the only problem with it is it's got that fucking scumbag Alec Baldwin. <laughs> you hate Alec Baldwin? Oh, how can you not hate Alec Baldwin? He's a sleaze. <laughs> I'm just a big fan of the shadow. I know it's just weird that isn't it weird if you're if you're listening it's weird that Alec Baldwin is that Alec Baldwin was never considered an absolute monster when the when the tape came out and I watched it after you know you're gonna because I don't even this think I know before. what tape you're talking about the tape where he was, he was saying you little fucking pig to his daughter. <laughs> 
He was like some voicemail recording where he's like, you disgusting little pig. And like saying like... Sounds like your prank calls, Chris. Go listen to it. Go listen to him talking to his daughter and how everyone wasn't just like, whoa, okay, this guy can't. (laughs) This guy's got to go. Like this guy is a true evil fucking dude. Everyone was just kind of letting it it like got... Well, he's... Now he plays Trump, so everyone thinks he's cool. Yeah, I don't think he's cool. And the people I run with, they know he's not cool. Really? Yeah. You and your posse? The online people. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, one more video I want to show you. Okay, Let's just talk. I I can't believe I have never talked about Insane Clown Posse on here. I went and saw them last week for the second time, and I really want to go to the gathering. What do you think about Insane Clown Posse? I mean, I, I don't like their music. I'm shocked. So I I'm not a I'm not a I'm not big into their music, but don't you like the culture though? Yeah, I love I think, the culture. I think it seems kind of it does seem kind of cool. And they did that like speech, you know, where they like where they're on in Washington at the yeah. same time, and they're like whatever, man. Like they seem like pretty fucking cool dudes. And yeah, the whole um, yeah, the whole culture to me, it, I like that. I like communities. I like yeah. uh, that. That's what I like the idea of building a community, having somewhere where people feel like they can belong and yeah. like have some sort of purpose that's like meaningful to them. Yeah. And uh, and uh, yeah, like shared interests and stuff like that. And it's fucking, you know, it's 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 ridiculous to yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because I, I don't get any of it, and from an outsider's looking in, it all seems very silly. But yeah. they also seem to be fucking love it. They and do. Anything. That's not based in hate and hating other people. Yeah. When people get that jacked up and amped yeah. up about it and love it that much, yeah. and it gives them that much purpose, I'm yeah. all fucking in for that shit. Man, their shows are so fun. And they uh, it's it's like the most positive atmosphere I've ever seen at a show. Yeah. People are just going around like looking at each other and being like, woo, woo, and you got to do it back. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because the guys in my band were kind of scared when we went. And then by the end, they were like converts. It was so fun. And then th- when they're on stage, they have this trunk of Fago soda, which they just yeah. spray the crowd with. Yeah, and I so it's like a that. guar show where they have to put plastic all over everything. Yeah. It's so fun. Yeah, the Fuego. I didn't see that. It's just like, where did it come from? They just like it? It's in Detroit, which is where they're from, and it's like 10 cents for a can, and they are poor. I see. It's funny. I heard this interview with, with them, and they're like, yeah, we used to be called Inner City Posse before we were clowns, but people thought we were a real gangs. So we, we were getting our asses kicked all the time, so then we started dressing like clowns. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. We started dressing like clowns, so people would stop beating our ass. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good reason. I interviewed them for Ion Magazine once. Yeah. And uh, it was Shaggy right. Shaggy Too Dope. And Violent J. I was trying to remember the other. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I've gotten a Christmas card every year from them since. Yeah. And it said Hatchet Holidays. And uh, it was right when the um, Magnets How Do They Work thing happened. They yeah. had that song where that was a lyric and everyone was making fun of them. Wait, who's this guy? He doesn't have clown makeup. No, on. this is Sorry. Twisted, dude. These are their these are their protégés. He's a different group. I see. Surprised you didn't know that. Well, but anyway, you know what I kind of did cuz I know that at <laughs> I know at the gathering there's all kinds of bands that play. It's not yeah. just ICP. I want to play the gathering so bad. Well, I don't you, how do you get to play it? They got to ask you to do it. Man, just send, should we start a campaign? Yeah. We should campaign to have you play it. Oh, I want to so bad. You just got to I think that if you fucking to be honest with you, yeah. I think if you fucking like did a video where you like put the makeup on and shit, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like rock or like played a song like that like and like put the <laughs> That I think that you would probably like. I like, love if you that made idea. A song, 
like maybe a song you already have and you just repurpose lyrics or something to yeah. something you haven't put out and yeah. it's like you make lyrics to it like we want to play at the gathering of the <laughs> yeah and you make a video of that's funny as that'd hell, be good I yeah i think it'd be better if you did it actually oh, but i'll do it i know you would i, mean, I think I'll make you'd a song. Go. it won't be as good as you because <laughs> you know how to make music but i'll make a song um but uh I let, but the funny thing is when I was talking to them, it was right when that magnets thing happened and I, I had to bring it up, you know? And and I was like, yeah, man, I hear there's scientists showing up outside your shows and showing people how magnets work and kind of like clowning on you guys and whatever. And Violent J was like, yeah, man, that I don't like that. And he's like, I know magnets work. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I felt so bad for asking that. Oh, <laughs> I had to. It's funny. Ion Magazines had me interview two people: Insane Clown Posse and Reggie Watts, and that's it. <laughs> Those are pretty cool people to get to interview, yeah. though. Yeah, Reggie Watts is wild. Yeah, he's all thin now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I love he's Reggie on a Keto diet him, or something. I seen him make uh, make his music on the spot a couple of times. Yeah, two of his live shows. One in Montreal. I seen. I saw him at a church. An old old church and it was fucking amazing show you're there for jfl i was there doing jfl myself yeah back when i used to do stand-up comedy i saw you do stand-up a month ago in 2015 i was at (laughs) jfl Uh, i'm doing stand-up on i'm hosting this weekend well you not this weekend when you're listening to it but yeah when we're talking okay so i'm at at the comedy mix so i am i am am doing some shows you know sometimes do you still get anxious before you go on yeah i still get anxious but less anxious it's good because i don't care as much that's why like (laughs) you're talking about doing the channel like one of the things about stand-up that would drive me crazy is that you a lot of it is in other people's hands yeah uh, almost most so much of it yeah when it comes to like trying to you know and it's uh i i've i've you know been uh, able to go to festivals and do some stuff you know like so i haven't been like oh mm-hmm. like i haven't been one of these people who's been shut out of the industry and like <laughs> no, no. but at the same point every year things come up and it's just up to somebody else whether or not you get this tv thing I or know. this festival or whatever yeah. and it would uh it would just drive me crazy like mm-hmm. uh i put too much self-worth in it and then i would be like man i guess i suck or something and so yeah, yeah. now i I just do it yourself. Yeah. I put it up there on my channel and now it's up to me to get it out there, mm-hmm. get the word out. You know, I, I'm, I have people helping me spread it. If it's good, people like it. Luckily, some people like it now mm-hmm. and I don't have to rely on like anybody else for my self-worth other than me. Totally. I think stand up, the people who are like successful in stand up and stuff, they probably just have self-worth. <laughs> I don't know about well, all of them. Not all of them, but I think yeah. some of them. And that's how I think in order to not get that bothered by it, you just have to have that self-worth where you're just like, like my therapist will say, hey, you got to just love yourself no matter what. That yeah. Sort of thing. And so if you have that, then, and you're not putting so much in it, then it doesn't bother you so much. But for me, it it, it did. So yeah. now uh, I feel a lot better doing stand-up because... I'm, I don't care about, I'm never going to submit for a festival. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to submit for a TV thing. I'm not going to go, I'm not going to go to showcases or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm only trying to do stand up to put it on my channel. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the, there's That's no really real, cool. there's no real pressure it's in it more anymore. pure that way anyway, for people that watch you. That's yeah. good. Um, all right, man, that's an hour. Cool, dude. That's Can you, uh, what What are your links? What do you want people to check out? What's your Patreon? It's patreon.com slash not even a show. Okay. YouTube.com slash C slash not even a show. You can just look up not even a show on Kay. Google. Okay. And it will direct you to everything. I don't have a Twitter because it's suspended <laughs> forever. But yeah, go check out the YouTube channel and... Um, yeah, I would just say there's a lot of episodes kind of. But yeah, I mean... 
some some of the stuff has storyline to it that you maybe won't understand right away. You might have to go back and but you can just watch episodes and you get all that episodes and watch mm-hmm. me doing pranks. Editing's so people. funny. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, please do watch it. Yeah. Watch it. Thanks, Chris. Okay, okay. Aside from that, my band page has a bunch of shows. September 6th, I've been here with my band called Grandson. And then we're playing in St. John's with the Glorious Sons. And then uh, at the end of the month, we're playing in Alberta. So come check us out. Listen to our new song, Feel Alive. Sorry I promote stuff for you. I made it this far. Now I've got some clothes on Okay, okay, thank you. This is next week. Bye.